once again, thank you for joining me again on a brand new podcast episode. This is Brother Dell, your host of Gospel of Repentance Ministries, and we're continuing on with the summer series. Summer is still amongst us, and our theme, our primary passage is Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man cannot live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Thank you once again for tuning in. And we need to talk about something that is of utmost importance, ladies and gentlemen. And that is the resurrection. The resurrection uh, is central to the gospel. Without it, without it, we have no gospel. We have nothing. Everything that we talk about and that we laud and that we champion would mean nothing without the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The Christian faith hinges upon it. So it is absolutely central to the gospel because there are many uh, cults and false religions out there that deny that Jesus rose from the dead. And what I want to do in this podcast episode is briefly uh, prove them wrong by giving evidences of the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So let's, uh, without further ado, let's begin. And so the first evidence I want to present uh, to you is the empty tomb. And I'm going to read something to you. Uh, well, I'm, I'll read the, the scripture. Matthew chapter uh, 28, verses 5 and 6 says, The angel said to the two Marys, Do not be alarmed and frightened. For I know that you were looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen. As he said, come see the place where he lay. And then I believe another evidence of the resurrection of Christ is the, the attitude of his disciples. First, they were uh, unbelieving. And then all of a sudden they were champions for the gospel. They had a radical conversion. And I wrote this, the disciples' willingness to boldly preach the gospel would have never occurred if Jesus had not risen from the dead. It would have been foolish for them to suffer persecution and death for Christ's sake if Jesus had remained entombed. But by virtue of the fact that their boldness in Christ was turning the world upside down was a clear indication that Jesus was alive. Otherwise, all their preaching would have been pointless, insane, and even no one would have taken them seriously. Who in their right mind would risk their lives preaching about a dead man who could forgive sins and provide eternal life when he is rotting in his grave unless he's actually alive. So, and if you recall, at the end of the book of Mark, uh, they did not believe the report of the women that came back to them and told them that Jesus was alive. And Jesus, of course, appeared to the disciples and rebuked them for their unbelief because he himself told them and, and, I'll, and I'll reference this later in the, in the podcast several times that he was going to have to be killed and rise from the dead he predicted his own death I mean that is a clear, also a clear indication that Jesus is God and here's another evidence this is number three uh, I said the testimony of the non-believing religious leaders and, it's, and I'm going to give you um, a little excerpt from what I wrote. It says, when a crippled man was healed by the hands of Peter and John, the religious leader said, what shall we do with these men? 
for a notable sign has been performed through them is evident and to all the inhabitants of Jerusalem and we cannot deny it that's from Acts chapter 4 verse 16 uh, the religious leaders even knew that the uh, apostles had the power of God uh, had Jesus remained dead no power would have been given to Peter John or the apostles to perform miraculous signs like Jesus did this once again proves Jesus had raised from the dead and just by way of quick review what power would they have been able to receive had Jesus uh, remained uh, dead and entombed in his grave they would have received no power to perform miraculous signs like Jesus did when he was on the earth and then here's another point I mark this as 3A also by virtue of the fact that the religious leaders paid the Roman soldiers to lie and say the disciples stole Jesus body proves the resurrection this is uh, Matthew chapter 27 verses 63 and 64 why does anyone tell a lie obviously to cover up the truth the religious leaders perhaps had more confidence in Jesus resurrection than the disciples did in the resurrection and that's merely a conjecture on my part but reading on the religious leaders and the Roman soldiers who fell down as dead when the angel came down and rolled away the stone had to save face that's from Matthew chapter 28 verses 2 and 3 the leaders had to make sure the word did not get out to the masses that Jesus actually rose from the dead or else that would have ruined their reputation and influence on the people for the soldiers the lie was good for them because for a Roman soldier to fall asleep at their post and to lose a dead prisoner from a sealed tomb which obviously had never happened before would bring certain embarrassment at the least and at the worst their death so the non-believing religious leaders I personally believe that they were convinced that the resurrection was going to happen and of course so they had to conjure up a lie and pay the Roman soldiers and say the disciples stole his body now of course we know that wouldn't have happened because as I just mentioned the disciples did not believe that Jesus Christ was going to rise from the dead even though he told them numerous times uh, when he was with them on the earth prior to his crucifixion here's another uh, evidence of Jesus uh, resurrection this is uh, point number four he was seen by over 500 followers uh, Paul declares that over 500 followers saw Jesus alive at the same time that's from 1st Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 5 uh, there have been critics who have made erroneous accusations saying these people were hallucinating which is ridiculous of course when have that many people hallucinated the same vision it doesn't happen never the reality that many believers testified to his resurrection proves he was alive it would have been utter nonsense for that many people to gather together to worship a dead man his point number five Jesus prophesied his own death and resurrection and I'll go through a few it says uh, from that time Jesus began to show his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and on the third day be raised that's Matthew chapter 16 verse 21 here's another one as they were gathering in Galilee Jesus said to them the Son of Man is about to be delivered into the hands of men and they will kill him and he will be raised on the third day Matthew 17 verses 22 and 23 
Here's another one. And taking the twelve, he said to them, See, we are going to Jerusalem, and everything that is written about the Son of Man by the prophets will be accomplished. For he will be delivered over to the Gentiles, and will be mocked, and shamefully treated, and spit upon. And after flogging him, they will kill him. And on the third day he will rise. That's Luke chapter 18, verses 31 to 33. And let's read another one. Just as the Father knows me, I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. And I have other sheep that are not of this fold. I must bring them also. And they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. For this reason the Father loves me because I lay down my life that I may take it up again. No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have the authority to lay it down, and I have the authority to take it up again. This charge I have received from my Father. John chapter 10, verses 15 to 18. Jesus' self-testimony proves his resurrection. The resurrected Lord rebuked the disciples for their unbelief for he told them numerous times that he would die and rise again. That's Mark chapter 16, verse 14. I mentioned that uh, just a moment ago. Another clear proof of his death and resurrection were the marks of Jesus' humiliation in his body, the pierced hands and feet, along with his pierced side, which Jesus invited his disciples to examine. And that's Luke chapter 24, verses 36 to 43. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode is that the resurrection is absolutely central to the gospel. Without it, there is no good news. No one could ever be saved without Jesus raising from the dead. No resurrection, no salvation, and no hope. We all would die in our sins and spend an eternity in the lake of fire. And it's uh, unfortunately very tragic and utterly blasphemous to disbelieve in the resurrection. Anyone who does not believe the testimony of Jesus' resurrection will spend eternity without him so that is what I wanted to express in regards to the resurrection I gave you at least five points uh, I believe and uh, those are clear proofs that Jesus did indeed raise from the dead I mean the empty tomb is enough in and of itself to prove his resurrection and to uh, make up an erroneous and ridiculous lie that the disciples stole his body of course uh, holds no weight because as I had indicated to you they did not believe that he was going to raise from the dead and Jesus even though Jesus told them numerous times when he was with them that he was going to be killed and that he was going to raise from the dead uh, according to um, the prophets and he rebuked them for their unbelief there's another account uh, where Jesus is on the road to Emmaus and he uh, he catches up with two disciples and they are uh, saddened by the fact that he died and they didn't realize that Jesus was uh, amongst them when he was walking with them because somehow he concealed his identity they also did not believe in the resurrection and Jesus Christ rebuked them and he had to give them an Old Testament Bible study and reference all the Old Testament scriptures that made reference to himself so for anyone who claims to be a Christian and disbelieves the resurrection then you need to re-examine your relationship with God because it's probably not as solid or on point as it should be we have to believe in the resurrection I mean like I said without it we have nothing we have a, a spurious gospel we have a false gospel uh, 
the word of God we simply cannot uh, trust or believe in and we are in we're all in our sins and also to get another proof regarding the resurrection which I didn't mention is um, the beginning of first Corinthians chapter 15 uh, Paul makes it very clear that Jesus did and die indeed die and rose again according to the scriptures so once again I cannot stress it enough the resurrection of the, the the raising of Jesus Christ from the dead is absolutely central to the Christian faith without it we do not have a Christian faith and remember the words from Paul in Romans chapter 10 verses 9 and 10 he says if one confesses with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believes in their heart that God has raised him from the dead it says that person will be saved for with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation so what are we what are we to believe uh, we have to believe that Jesus Christ did die and that he did uh, accomplish a substitutionary atonement for the sins of mankind if he didn't die then he didn't raise from the dead either but to say that he died and and, and uh, remained dead is also blasphemous and is also unbiblical and we have to reject that type of teaching when someone presents us with that so once again and finally we have to believe in the resurrection or else we have no hope we have no gospel and we are wasting our time and spending our wheels and believing in something that is not true so this will conclude this episode of gospel repentance ministries once again i'm brother dale your host thank you for listening until next time